So what are, uh, what are we talking about? Well, currently, as we speak, as we're recording, it's Friday, July 10th. The <laughs> Spotify app doesn't work, and half the apps in the App Store don't work because the Facebook right. API, again, what? has taken down all these apps. And I wonder oh how long is it going to take before all these apps start just removing login with Facebook completely? Take or Apple blocks it. Spyware, or Apple blocks it. It's, I feel like, only a matter of time. Yeah. But, you know, we could only be so lucky. <laughs> Please. I mean, Apple does not like Facebook. Let's put it that way. No. Like, if it's a, if it's causing all their apps to break, I almost certainly feel like they will do something. Yeah. Um, upcoming, I think next week, is um, Mark Zuckerberg, Tim Cook, Jeff Bezos, and Sundar Pichai are at Congress again. So weird. Via Zoom. Via Zoom. Are going to be at Congress again to talk about antitrust. And I think that I wish they all had separate days because Mm -hmm. having them all on the same day is a good way for them to cover with each other. Yeah, exactly. That's what what I was going to say, actually, is it seems like an excuse. That's exactly what they do. They always say, like, oh, but can you also bring X? And that way they can just, like, point at each other. Yeah. And no Microsoft. Sorry, I just remembered. Oh, there's no Microsoft in that, uh, which is hilarious. Because if this was 20 years ago, they definitely would have been there. It's because uh, they uh, let ICE use GitHub. So, and they, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Amazon. Wow. Yeah, that's true. But, you know, um, Trump hates Jeff Bezos because the Washington Post. Oh, so. that's right. <laughs> I keep forgetting that but also, Bezos is now like the 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 richest man on earth ever or, or something stupid so i i assume that um he is a little intimidating for mr trump's tiny dick as well <laughs> i think all of them have more money than trump by a lot but yeah but like i mean he has the ultimate number one right which is like yeah. a different position to be like you know that's that's a different yeah. dick to swing <laughs> It's a different dick to swing is a good episode title. <laughs> uh, this reminds me of the time where we talked about Jeff Bezos' dick on that on an episode. Oh, I forgot that we had to talk about that. Oh, thank God we haven't seen any like of Mark Zuckerberg's nudes. Oh, oh my lord! Did Jeff even leak? Do I, I don't know if I want to ask this question. I'm just. Uh, I don't think it did because he sued the shit out of it. Yeah, I I don't remember exactly, but I maybe I like selectively forgot that one. All I if, remember is there was a guy named Mr. Pecker. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember that too. Right. This <laughs> is a stupid story. Um Slack just acquired Remetto. It's a fucking terrible name. It's a really bad name. Well it's so not gonna be part of Slack now. Um, what is what is Remetto? It's like okay. an enterprise directory app platform uh i don't know i watched the whole Stuart butterfield interview that he did on like cnbc for it and i still didn't really follow but i think he was i think like his big picture thing was talking about how like because of coronavirus and people not working in the same office we need to have better tools for coworkers to connect and that was sort of like the have a take talk piece I do actually you want to save it for the episode. I thought this was no. I thought this was. Oh wait, is this not the? Episode? We never do oh, the intro God. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe yeah. I should just record the intro separately and play. That's it what I, I think. That's it. Right, let's just do the intro right now. Hey, and then dive in. Hey, you're listening to Charge Tech Podcast, episode one hundred and forty-two podcast that looks at tech and how it's shaping the world around us. Black Lives Matter, and I'm one of your hosts, Zach Grosser, and joining me today are... Frederica Malti. Owen Williams. <laughs> I'm leaving it. I'm leaving it in with the cat. I love it. He he was going bonkers. I was like, okay, I could just wait a second and he'll stop. He did not. Um, you should just... If you ignore the cat, then we will do too. Because it's like quite in the background. I don't think it's like a major, major issue. And people know we have cats and that they make sounds. So maybe this people like get a little reality. bit joy out of it. Like yeah, it's hearing like animals. Home, it's like <laughs> animals and babies. I hate it when people apologize for it at work. If you're on a call yeah. or whatever, I'm like, why are you apologizing for your child? You didn't choose to have your office in your house. 
Like, yeah. there's nothing to be sorry about. Well, even if you did, like, it's not, it's, you have a kid that yeah. that's like literally the reality of the situation. Yeah. It's fine. It's acceptable. I have a kitten. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I do not have a pet. That's just for clarification on the we all have cats thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> on that note. Oh, uh, um, just yeah. follow up from the last episode because we posed the question, can we put emoji in the title of a podcast? The answer was no. Wait, really? Oh. <laughs> I wait, tried. Wait, what was I, the limitation? Is it anchor or... Well, I, I put in, yeah, in Anchor. In Anchor, I couldn't put I oh, put sorry. in the title, and it. I liked it. I tried, We tried to do uh, Eye Mouth Eye, and it was like colon, E-Y-E, colon. Uh, and I was like, oh, well. Boo. Boo. It's weird because the technology is, we have the technology. Like, it should work. Yeah. <laughs> like. Hey, hey, Owen, is it, yes. is it summer in Canada or not? Oh, my God, it's so summer. It's been summer for six weeks. Like proper, it's been thirty degrees for six weeks. It doesn't go below twenty five at night. <laughs> wow, fun! It's uh, winter here. What? It's so what? cold. It's so cold and rainy here. What? It's insane. It's Not a like heat super wave here. cold, but it's like it was fourteen yesterday. Oh my god! Disgusting. In my book, that's super cold, especially in yeah, that's July. really cold. Like... In July, that's fucked up. Yeah. This is this is the most consistent weather I've ever experienced, I think, because like you know how like you go to well California for example, and the summer there is very like. Yeah, it's the good, uh, pretty decent weather, and it's consistent. I, I just, Here, it's uh, the same. I just want to say, California is a really long, yeah, okay, state, and and like there's lots of different weather in California. Yeah. Like L.A. has very consistent weather. Yes, but San Francisco, I I don't. Know I exclude San Francisco when I say California, um, but you know what I mean. Like it's that consistent, beautiful summer. I've uh, never experienced that. In my life, it's always just same until now. It's really beautiful weather, but we all know tomorrow can be snow. <laughs> yeah, it's so hot here that they've um, had to deal with this thing. So you know, in the Netherlands, where it gets like really hot, there's just nowhere to go. Here, mm-hmm. it's like kind of a crisis when that happens because there's a lot of homeless people, and like, oh my God. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of homeless people and they need someone to cool down too. It's like dangerously hot. So they have like cooling centers, but um, like the city runs them. But it's interesting because during coronavirus, that's a whole other hell. Uh, like you don't want to put people inside oh. in a giant air conditioned room. And so there's just all sorts of interesting things happening. Apparently it's not this hot usually. The thing is also that um, I've read that um, they can't use ventilators or um, um, ACs. In a lot of like care homes because they yeah. circulate stuff and like if you're ca- taking care of a lot of people yeah. that are vulnerable, then you don't want to. Well, that. and yeah, it's actually on that note. I, I okay, this is mildly related, but it's Corona related at least. I went for a haircut this week, and it's funny because hair dryers are banned, <laughs> like because they blow too many particles around. Oh, oh damn! Oh wow, yeah. it's pretty interesting. Hair dryers are banned. Wow. Yeah. Apparently, there's some studies about it. What was your take on the Slack Rumetto action? <laughs> like I said, terrible name. I, I saw Stuart is going to change it, apparently, after recording them. Anyway, uh, I mean, which it's is just going to be Slack directory exactly. or Slack. I mean, it's a, it's a feature um, now. I Yeah, I mean, I, I looked at that company and I thought it was interesting play for Slack just from the p- perspective of, do you remember um, SharePoint? <laughs> Did you have to use SharePoint? I still use SharePoint. Why? <laughs> Yeah, because it's horrible. Uh, when you use uh, Microsoft 365 for business and you want to uh, like do a collaborative PowerPoint file like mm. you would do with Google you have to Slides. Use SharePoint? Yeah, so you have to use SharePoint if the other people want to be able to edit it on the desktop version of PowerPoint. If you uh. don't, they can only edit it in the web version of PowerPoint, which has like half as many features. Right, right. That's bonkers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, yeah. Anyway, so SharePoint, there's also Confluence. All of these things, like a lot of companies have intranets, right? Like at Shopify, we have thing a thing called the Vault, which we built ourselves. And it, like they all have these things where you can look up people's profiles. I think my guess at the Slack acquisition is it's very much in that category. They're basically trying to build the intranet inside of Slack. Like yeah. it makes a lot of sense. It's very boring, but <laughs> it's a way to supercharge their like profiles, I think. Which is weird now that I think of their last acquisition, which was 
Screen Hero, which just went nowhere. What's Screen Hero? Uh, that, that was the one that uh, did the calling. That's why it has built-in calling that isn't good. Oh. Oh. I, think, I think it's okay. The audio it's, quality is really good. The video is Yeah. <laughs> I... So I I was watching the CNBC interview with Stuart Butterfield. I think it was CNBC. I'll put it in the show notes regardless of where it was. But and the one thing that I was sort of reminded of is like, you know how they put the like stock ticker right next to him while he's talking. And I forgot the, their stock ticker was work. And I was like, oh, oh, I remember this. They're like going to try to replace. Right. You know, your email, your hmm. now they're like work directories. They're trying to become the like all your work tools. Like they have their version of Google Docs now called posts. Mm-hmm. You can create a post and put it in a channel or uh, share it with a person and then collaborate separately. You can only have one editor at a time with Slack posts. But like there's a doc functionality now. So I feel like there are long-term goal is to replace all of your work i think you're right i think that microsoft is inventing slack faster than slack is inventing microsoft office like it's interesting to see how slow slack has been since going public it's funny though because like i do feel in a way slack is almost becoming like this os for work true wow Um, i like that i like that send them that marketing line because um but like it really is because you can now do the documenting um i I think with the last update it's easier to keep track of whatever the fuck's going on Mm -hmm. uh because that used to be kind of a mess and Mm -hmm. you can obviously also video call from there i quite like it and i do honestly love that it's the standard because uh yeah when i hear you talk about microsoft doing the same thing and i know that they are I, that makes me just panic because this is going to put me as a freelancer in a position where it's like, we work with Slack. We work with this thing. We work with this other thing. Like, can we just please <sighs> yeah, <laughs> keep this? I mean, Monopoly, da, 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 sure. But like, come on. Like, I remember having to be on HipChat and that was <laughs> already awful. And then there was also Slack. Oh my God, Slack I forgot about and, it, HipChat. Oh. It doesn't exist anymore. That's the weird thing. No. I think it's why we fall back to email so much. Is It's one of those universal things. It just yeah. Works. It's, it's better. <laughs> it's like the mail. It's always going to be there. Yeah, that's you know? true. It's like the basic. Everyone has it. Your grandma has it. You know, your grandma's never going to be on Slack, but she will have email. Sure. And there's still no good usernames left. I think it's interesting you said like that the work OS because I, I I like the idea of Slack doing that, but I think that they have an uphill battle with Microsoft having their own operating system and Google having their own operating system plus on the other platforms a large stake of the browser market. And like I think it's hard for Slack to compete there. Yeah. Not not necessarily being your like literal computer os just being like trying to replace as many of those pieces yeah exactly but who knows i i think that there's an element of like person-to-person chat that they could take over i've got to take i've got to take isn't related to slack teams acquire notion acquire coda acquire Airtable, acquire like on it like acquire all that moderny weird shit and like make that acquire dropbox paper I don't know. Like this doesn't no, seem like not, they're not. that interested. I love. No, I mean favorite. they have Slack posts. They're halfway there. No, like, they're removing them. They've been removed from the enterprise product already. But they have the enterprise <laughs> product. Posts are gone. Yeah, like in our, in our company Slack, they're gone. They just got removed in that redesign. Don't no, no, they just hit it. They just put it in the little menu. It's not there for us. <laughs> it's so what? weird. Anyway, but even okay, let's say it's not going. If you still have it. But it shows that they've demoted it and they haven't focused time on it still. Like, it's weird that they've had it since the beginning and it hasn't gone anywhere. Yeah, in the top left, right? Because I have it in, like, free Slack teams or something. No, no, it's under the lightning bolt. Hmm. Create a post. Lightning bolt, create a post. All right, well, I'm not going to fire it up right now because my fans will go crazy. Well, hang hang on. Okay, fine. I want to fact check, though. Yeah, let's do it. I don't have a lightning bolt. <laughs> it's right in the bottom left. By oh, yeah. I have it on my free account. No, I can't create a post on my corporate one. But it could be my admin, I guess. 
Wow, we have a lot of options other than that. I can set myself a reminder to create code snippets. Oh, shit. So, yeah, in that same menu, there's set myself a reminder, start a call, create Uh a post, create a code or text snippet, create a workflow. Create it on the web. There you go. So it still exists in our Slack if I go to the web interface, but not the app. I don't know. This seems weird. That is weird. Anyway. um, Okay. So point taken. Posts still exist, but it's very telling that nobody uses them for docs. <laughs> like, especially because you need to sign up for Slack, right? Like to get the post unless you change the thing. Uh, yeah, I I can't defend it because like I don't use posts that much, but yeah, I have now four shared channels with different organizations. I'm I'm into like that. Someone vibe. else's Slack team can have a shared channel with my Slack team. It's yeah. only available for paid Slacks, but like, it's great as a free freelancer as an agency that works with other companies it's way better than them adding me to their slack this is a tip i got from owen like two years ago oh yeah the shared your their slack you have all those slack teams in your slack sidebar and forever after you've ended the client relationship you still have all these slack teams but if you have a shared channel with them then you can just archive the channel when you're done with the client and you don't have all these different Slack teams that you're in. Right. I just got like my first invitation for something like that for the first time last week <laughs> or something. Oh, hell and yeah. for me, it was kind of hard because I was like, okay, so now I have to pick in which Slack I'm going to put this channel, right? Because <laughs> I don't have, I obviously right. don't have a company Slack because that would just be me. Yeah, I have a company Slack for myself. <laughs> That's how I dealt with it. Uh, yeah exactly but but, like i never encountered it before because usually just they just invite me and in some cases they actually pay for me as well so that's what i ended up refusing to do because i was tired of being in all of this slack so i was like you can create a shared channel or do it over email but i'm not joining your slack you can't expect me to look at it (laughs) yeah so what i do is if i join their slack i'm only in the channels that make sense for me and usually i have a personal channel in there and i Mm. quite like having them all in, in like separate tabs because I don't know. It's fine. It's basically the same thing. But I'm not going to participate in any other channels, in any other things. (laughs) Hashtag random. I'm going to like mute everything except for the channel that I'm I'm supposed to be in. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I I really didn't know where to place this because I was suddenly it also made me insecure because I was like, say I put this in like our friendship group uh, Slack, which is a thing that we have. would it appear to them as well? What what happens? Like who? <laughs> ha, where does it go? Like can I still oh, change funny. it then after, or is it forever going to be that? Like, mm-hmm. I think Slack is interesting for that reason. Like the fact that you can't even do this is really interesting. Like it's almost like sharing an inbox with your client. Like it's just bonkers yeah. that this is possible. Really, yeah. And they they just launched Slack Connect, which is. So I'm still trying to understand it. It seems like a rebrand of shared channels, but oh. that's not really clear because like I just created a shared channel yesterday and it wasn't called Slack Connect. Hmm. So like, I don't know if you go on the website, there's like a thing that's like shared channels let you work with other and you click like more and it tells you about Slack Connect. So I, I think we're in a transition period where they're like adding features. It doesn't matter. Anyway, Slack, Slack is for work. Uh, like, look, my, <laughs> my take on it, it's, I like. I think the most interesting thing about the acquisition was very much that they now see themselves as the remote work tool, and it's a funny change because that's not how they saw themselves in like March. You know, like they are really right. going all in on being the hub thing, and I'm not sure they realized that before this. So. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out. And like, I'm still not convinced that Microsoft and Google aren't just going to keep trying to acquire them into eternity until it happens. But yeah, it's kind of nice to have these independent players. I love it. But Slack is a big company now. It came out of nowhere. Like, you know, in the last 10 years, it's, it's really interesting to think about the fact that that can still happen. And you're right. It's good. (laughs) Um, Should we talk about the fact that like, Epic Games raised a bunch of money for Fortnite all of a sudden again. $250 million from Sony. The fuck? <laughs> yeah, it's really Wait, interesting. Wasn't it generating like a billion dollars? Five a billion quarter? a year. 
Yeah, that's like a one point two five billion a quarter. Really, it's really interesting. I like I just woke up to it and I only like remembered that this happened yesterday. Um, but Sony investing two hundred fifty million in Fortnite, not the company. No, sorry, they are investing in Epic in Epic Games. Um, they make kind of like the Epic Games Store and Fortnite, like as well as Unity. That's the other thing to remember. They make the Unity game engine, which is like everybody uses to make friggin' everything. Not Unity. Yeah. Unreal. Damn it. I Unreal. knew I was wrong. Oh, I always get those I was, like, was going to say Unity, Unity is something, something else. else. No, yeah, yeah, that's a whole company. So <laughs> Unreal Engine, they make that. A whole bunch of people use it. Okay, so Epic Games is a big company. We all know this. Now, they pivoted a little bit last year where they made the Unreal Engine basically free because Fortnite was making so much money, right? Like, Fortnite is literally a money printing machine. And so this investment was really surprising to me from the perspective of, like, wow, it's first of all a ton of money. And second of all, it's a bit weird that one company, like, so it's like Xbox investing in Epic Games. Like, it would be weird. Uh, And so, like, I was thinking about it. I think largely like the narrative around it is that it, they see it as like TLDR second life. And I think it's an interesting way to think about it. Like they need that money. I was trying to come up with like, what's it, what is it for? I think they need that money to get brands. Like they want to get uh, Star Wars. They want to get concerts in there and they, they want to make it the space. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. But like those can't be cheap. Those for the first time, the partnership is always like, Oh, let's do it for free and oh, see how it goes. Yeah. But you, you can't tell me that next time, you know, it's always a question for me. It's like, if star Wars is in there, who is paying? Is it star Wars? Right. Or is yeah. it Fortnite? We've talked I, about this before, yeah. but I want to see like the daily active users graph of Fortnite because I'm curious now that it's a little bit more, it's, it's like a little bit more it's been around it's been around it's been it around is. for a while now it i'm is. curious if it still holds its steam i know there's lots of competitors trying like Crata is oh, man. i keep hearing about like i know that that could take away some users i'm curious like is okay, I can tell you how many raising play. to keep users uh so the current the last number uh was the peak Monthly active was uh wait a minute no that's Apex Legend my God Google's bad I was gonna say um there is also Apex which is basically the same fucking thing. wow that has hardly any players so Apex by comparison has seven hundred thousand active users Fortnite has three hundred fifty million active users every month that had peaked in May interesting three point three billion hours in game in the month of April the highest number ever yeah well no shit because there's nowhere to go. <laughs> but then um, the weather got warm and people went outside at least in a one year they gained 100 million active users i was gonna say at least in the northern hemisphere yeah there's nowhere to go nothing to do anyway it, it's interesting that it's held for so long as a cultural phenomenon usually when like something like battle royale which is really easy to copy like you've seen this happen usually you lose quite a lot of the base because it's easy they fragment but that hasn't happened like it's i still play it so it's interesting. But um, anyway, it's, I just thought it was curious that it's printing money and they're still taking on money. And it makes sense that Sony invested on the year that the PlayStation 5 comes out. Like that was yeah. kind of, I wonder if there's something special in there that they haven't said. I don't know. It's very odd. You you saying it's funny they're printing money and they're still taking on money reminds me of like Uber. Yeah. And like oh other God. tech companies in San Francisco of like, ugh. Their value oh, yeah. keeps going up. Their user base keeps going up. But they need to bring on more capital means that their burn is not good. So maybe you're right. Fortnite maybe is burning a ton of money on media brands and other things to bring in to the ecosystem. So on, on that five bill last year, they made 3.8, which is so they burned a billion dollars. But that's a lot of money that they've still I mean, made. If you have 500 million people playing yeah, that's a month, more it's users a lot of than infrastructure. Netflix. It's a lot of infrastructure to yeah. support it. Yeah. Yeah. That costs a lot of money, obviously, as well to maintain, but also to. Yeah. I think they must have one of the biggest game development studios anywhere now because the amount of content they churn out for that game is just bonkers as well. Wonder so, how many people work there. I think a lot. I think it's thousands. Do, do we think that they have their own data centers or are they like paying AWS? Uh, no, they're on AWS. Yeah, it's AWS. Shit. That's where their money is. Bursting. I think it's um 
because they well they actually do a lot of peer-to-peer stuff to keep their costs low and they actually released that software last year but i think yeah if, if they're still on aws that that amazon benefits this is the thing so like now we've come full circle to antitrust which right. we talked about just before the show where we were saying like oh it's interesting that antitrust everybody like you know, they bring all the executives to this thing. But the other thing that's unsaid in their antitrust thing is everybody ends up paying Jeff Bezos somehow. Right. Which is why he's the richest man on earth. Because we're all paying him. Literally. Um, yeah. About about buying uh, stuff from uh, Jeff Bezos. <laughs> I'm trying well, to buy a scanner. <laughs> okay. Tell me, tell me about your scanner. Oh, what a segue. I'm so curious. I I don't know if it'll make it into the show, but both Zach and I were like telling Freddie to buy a Doxy, which is a tiny little scanner thing that like fits in a drawer. Doxy's right. great for receipts. Right. Or like A4 paper, but like right. one side Sometimes. at a time. Okay, yeah. but this, this this is this is why I would never buy that because my use case is something completely different. Okay. Um I've been, <laughs> I've been I've started to make make um collages which is like very thick paper and there's no way that goes in the doxy (laughs) no and there's like different layers and everything so that wouldn't that wouldn't go through a scanner like that it needs like a high quality like flat badge whatever scanner and this is so funny because as a kid we always had a scanner in the house i don't know why but there was always a scanner in the house it was like part of the furniture yeah we had a little weird epson one like a, a beige one Right. And then it was like super thick. It was like, I yeah, don't know. Chalky boy. Like big boy, big. And then like later on, we got like a, a super thin one, which is really nice. Um, but um, yeah, so I was making these things and I was thinking, oh, it would be cool if I can scan these so I can make art prints of them. Right. Uh, so I don't only have like three originals and then that's it. Um, so I was thinking, oh, I should get them scanned and maybe I can go somewhere to get them scanned. And then I saw some recommendations on Twitter for scanners, right? Um, People on Twitter are talking about scanners. I swear, illustration Twitter is the shit. Home. We talk about They're scanners. They're very home right now. <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, so I, I looked at all the recommendations. And oh my god, this stuff is weird. I think no one has designed a new scanner apart from the ones that you have in the last, like, 25 years Mm. and the disparity between quality and price is so so weird so i was looking at getting a three scanner right as like go big or go home right yeah yeah yeah. well first of all that basically does not exist anymore there is like four options and Hmm. they're all three thousand euros yeah Right, and they are—they look like they are literally from the nineties. Yeah, I think nothing's changed in that space, right? Like, but then you can also get an A four scanner, ooh, with the same specs as the three thousand one euro ones for ninety euros. What? What brand? Yeah, I don't know, just like Epson and like oh, Canon and them. stuff like that. Are they- independent scanners or are they like in multi-function printers like because i always thought no, that independent, like scanners, independent. really because i yeah, always yeah. thought they kind of died around the time that they started being a part of printers yes yeah you could buy a printer or a printer with a scanner those are your choices right yeah. right, right right so maybe that, that's what i end up doing but I, i'm not completely sure because to me it's like just important that it's like really good colors and it's really high quality mm-hmm. I rather have like I don't care if it's like an A4 scanner and I have to do it in bits and stitch it together. Oh. I don't give a fuck. But it like this. Then I started diving in deeper, right? Because I found a scanner that has like this really good like specs and everything, and I started reading the reviews. And literally every review was this stuff is trash. <laughs> uh, the software has never been updated. The software is so bad on all the drivers. They don't exist. I'm like fuck. If do I need like a fucking computer science degree? Yes. Probably. To get a scanner to work. Do they still... I don't know when I last used a scanner, but do they still do that thing where you have to, like, preview it before? Yeah, like it goes, all the software is trash. And then you do the actual scan. Like, I have so much nostalgia right now for that horrible part where you're waiting to see if it's aligned right. Yeah, so 10 years ago or something, I was really into, like, analog photography, so I was doing that a lot, and I had a boyfriend then who had a negative scanner. So I was scanning my own negatives all the time, which is, like, a nice thing to do, and it saves money, blah, blah, blah. And I remember vividly then thinking, wow, this software is from the fucking dark ages. Yeah, yeah. 
and it's, it's never it hasn't been changed. You know no. what? It's never I, been bet, I bet that the like engineer who built it was like a fucking genius in the eighties, and it was built yeah. in like assembly code, and nobody has any idea how it fucking works, and so they're like, "We'll just make it work." And Windows yeah. beautifully, nothing ever breaks, so you can just keep so, running the shit. This was a really interesting, um, like it reminds me of how we we could go to the moon like in the 70s but we <laughs> have no clue how to do it anymore like yeah, these days that's yeah. true like i feel like scanners are like that although there is just less interest in having a good scanner or a good scanner software i don't think it ever existed and i don't think it ever will the exist doxy, look i'm i'm not saying for your use case it makes sense but the doxy is like the only modernish thing i could find when i was looking for cuz i i just needed to scan receipts and is like, this thing paper. rich is this thing really called doxy yeah, yeah. i know yeah like doxy because, <laughs> it's a bad because, it's a bad name well it's not per se a bad name but like um, there is a t- type of specific type of vibrator that's called a doxy as well. <laughs> <laughs> that is so, maybe they sell both. Um, yeah, maybe that would be funny. I, I bought a second doxy because they updated to have like one that's got Wi-Fi built in, and work. I, I, ha- I hate it. I think it's it has so much <laughs> false advertising on their website. But I wrote it on, and then wait ten minutes for it to connect your Wi-Fi. Yeah, but. <laughs> Here's the whole thing: is it says it's like Wi-Fi works with Google Docs and Dropbox. It doesn't. No, they just need mean you can com- save it in Google Docs. <laughs> yeah, you still need your computer to be involved. Yeah. And I was under the impression I can have this thing and put a receipt in it, and it will show up in my Dropbox folder. That is not the case at all. <laughs> and it really, really implies that on the website. Yeah. It just the language is just close enough. And I, I I ripped them a new one, and they refused to refund me or anything. Really? Because wow. I was past like the thirty days. Uh, and so they sent me a free fucking case for it, and I was uh, like, I don't on. fucking want it. So, Freddie, if you do want a doxy scanner, I got a I got one. You <laughs> Look, they they good for the, what they do, but like also they no, definitely not. false advertise them. This the the new one that I bought with the Wi Fi. It also doesn't support all the SD cards I have, but yeah. the old one does. What one do you have? Um, this is the Doxy Go. It was the before it was called the Doxy Go. Uh, the Chonky Go. The Chonky one. Yeah, okay, interesting. Because it sucks. here's something fun. Okay, we're going to talk about fucking scanners. I'm sorry if you're listening. We're doing it. This one, if you connect it to Wi-Fi and then go to its IP address, it has a half-assed implementation of what Google Drive should be, but they never finished it in the five years I've owned it. It doesn't, so it doesn't fucking... Work doesn't fucking work on Chrome OS either. <laughs> oh, man, that's good. Okay, anyway, scanners suck. Wait, one more. If, buy, if one anyone more. Okay. of What's the that? listeners has, like, a recommendation of a scanner that has, like, halfway decent software, or if someone wants to volunteer to make me some <laughs> fucking software, just let me know. Oh, who's going to disrupt scanners and printers? Nobody, because oh who cares? Someone has to. <laughs> Look, um, in normal times, I would go to the town library. I would suggest that, but probably not now. Yeah, so I was thinking I have like a photo lab around the corner from me and they also do art prints mm-hmm. and they must have like industry grade uh, scanners there. But I, I don't know. I, I don't know how I feel by like going over there with my artworks and then being like, mm-hmm. oh, can you please scan these for Those me? Those copy places day? hate you too. Like every time you go there, they're like, Ugh, I don't want to print they- this. It's only 10 pages. I'm like, your entire existence is to print 10 pages. Like. Yeah, what? but these people, people they know what they're doing. They're like actual like art people, but they can be a little snobby as well. Because I've been there <laughs> it's like not good enough multiple to times. <laughs> well, if they're super good at that stuff, I'm for sure sure. But like sometimes I go in and it's just like the nicest people ever, and then the other time it's just like, wow, you guys are fucking snobs. Um, I would absolutely <clears throat> be remiss to miss this while we're talking about scanners because it happens so infrequently but there's an artist named joseph Shear. he was a professor at my university and he hacks scanners so that he can take extremely high res images of moths at like every focus level so that like there's no like depth of field effect because every distance has like full crisp like a scan at each and he does these gigantic prints like humongous prints of them in their super high detail. And he like has single-handedly like discovered like hundreds of moth breeds out in the world, like species of moths. Um, he'll, he'll like take a sabbatical and like travel in a jungle for six months to discover. He's such a cool artist. Dad, and I will, need... I'll put it in the show notes. You need yeah, that printer. A... We, yeah. need, we need a link, but also I... 
just googled like the best scanner and went red wire cutter because i was really curious and it is exactly what i expected it's really disturbing like what you're saying is so true it, like the number one is this 70 dollar canon piece of shit and they're like the software sucks the scans are fine yeah exactly <laughs> and then That's the next model up, up is 500 dollars. yeah <laughs> and no. of course it's by epson oh Yep. Yeah, it's it's kind of crazy because like every review says that all the software sucks or it doesn't work with Windows 10 or it doesn't work with <laughs> macOS or whatever. Uh, but if you get it to work, it's great. And then I also saw like this one scanner I saw that was like 90 euros or something. Um, it has like super scanner. crazy high resolution uh, modes, right? So it's like, great, that's what I need. Um, and then <laughs> the reviews all said, yeah, it's like quite false advertised because... Um, the scanner was is supposed to be able to scan up until this DPI thing, but like the software only allows until six hundred. <laughs> oh so it's got a God. great system, but no software support. That's hilarious. I want to say, like, I do want to finish this. Like, I don't want to talk about scanners anymore, but I will say, <laughs> no that, one wants to hear about it anymore. No, I will say that, like, the Doxy in general, just having a scanner as a freelancer, but also as a person who gets mail and stuff. As was a game changer because I scan it with OCR. Yes, there's some steps, but I put it in Google Drive and everything's indexed and I throw away the paper. And because Google Drive indexes the actual text, you can type in loan hafing and find out about your payroll. And oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that is really useful. And nobody, Google didn't tell anybody well, about it. Yeah, I, I would say that like the Dropbox paper app, the Adobe yeah. Scan app, there's all these apps that will do this with your phone so you don't necessarily have to buy a device for this i know weirdly just having it for some reason makes me do it like i get the mail i bang it through the doxy and then i forget about it like it it is good <laughs> you literally said bang it through the doxy after freddie told us uh, that doxy's yeah. let's talk about <laughs> something else <laughs> okay oh, that, that, that was not, beautiful that came full circle not a happy <laughs> topic but um TikTok is being banned in various countries or being considered for ban. Uh, India banned it. And unfortunately, this 18-year-old TikTok celebrity killed herself. Whoa. Like, that's how serious I think that, like, people have to consider the, like, actions of letting, first off, letting these platforms get so big and then the result of them. Just like we were talking about. What? Imagine Instagram was banned. Yeah, exactly. And that's like, uh, I was going to say, like, we already see the consequences of Facebook being this size with their SDK taking down Tinder, Spotify, Pinterest, and various other apps today. It That's such a small thing, but like they have such a huge breadth. And so like TikTok having a huge reach, you know, it could cause people to kill themselves. And so the U.S. is considering banning TikTok. Canada is urging uh, people to caution downloading it. Mm-hmm. I don't know that that's the same thing as banning it, but yeah i think so there's something interesting here um that's going on i mean this this is definitely protectionism i mean there's something happening simultaneously which is like there was that whole thing about how like tiktok steals your clipboard and like it's not just tiktok i know i was gonna say it's not just tiktok i mean yes they were doing it pretty badly but um i was just thinking like it's interesting that there's this rhetoric about TikTok that it's stealing your data, blah, blah, blah. Like, I've seen so much about it. Even, like, the ninja guy from Fortnite, the, that streamer dude, he tweeted something about how he, he's removing TikTok because it's a data-stealing service from China. And I'm like, have you used Facebook? It's, like, it's and, like, is this yeah. the business model? And it's really interesting that TikTok is the one... First of all, I would say TikTok has not received as much coverage as all of these other apps. Like, it got huge... And the coverage was never as big. Like Taylor Lorenz was kind of the person yeah. who was on top of this, but like the cultural coverage wasn't quite as big for a long time. Like it only recently, in my opinion, started hitting the big sites. And it's interesting that the US is banning it. I, like I don't understand banning. It. And it, well, yeah, and like if they would ban it, it's definitely xenophobia. Like there's other than like sure they might be stealing data, but I guess all of this is what I wanted to say is sure such, they might be stealing data. Yeah, but there's such yeah, weak so control. Every other platform that's there's such the weak control over this. Like on a computer, yeah. I know that like a computer isn't perfect, but it feels like you can at least figure out what an app is doing or install a firewall or like whatever on a phone. Until recently, you couldn't tell if it was doing something in the background. You couldn't tell if it was doing X or Y. Apple got really good at this. And now the apps are having to, like, 
respond. And it's this weird time where like Canada is telling people to be careful about it, but you can't do anything about it. That's what I was going to say. Like we all found out that Zoom had installed a web server on everyone's Mac. Yeah. So my computer example was wrong, but yeah. Right. But then like nothing happened except Apple had to step in. But like if Apple didn't step in, like the government has yet to like say anything to Zoom well, about banned doing it in this. New York. Like, but yeah, did they really? Yeah, they banned it in New York State at all schools for like three oh, months wow. or something because Good. whatever. And then they've undone it, it now. But... Zoom bombing. Yeah. Oh no, it was because of the the privacy oh. thing oh. originally, and then the Zoom bombing was the other reason. But gotcha. We need government regulation, and we also need platforms to regulate better like so the whole thing that we were sort of implying here that i don't think we said explicitly is the ios 14 beta came out and it shows you a little notification when an app copies from your clipboard when your clipboard's pasted Mm -hmm. and a developer that downloaded it like the day the wwdc happened showed that tiktok google facebook all of these apps were just constantly copying pasting your clipboard so they were they were reading that data and that can freddie and i were talking pre-show about how that could be raunchy things but it could also be your passwords if you've copied them from your password manager mm-hmm. yeah i think in some of those cases it's like legitimate bugs or like whatever but there's no question about them definitely this is a long-standing thing to figure out what people are doing on their phones and it's interesting that as phones are maturing, we're locking them down, which is, you know, just classic tech industry. Solve it later once everybody's abused it. The TikTok thing is curious to me because the US controls an entity called ICANN. Man, I'm going to get in the weeds here. There's this entity called ICANN. They're the, oh, I'm going to fuck this up, but they're the, the domain name issuer, basically. Like, they're the people who give out, like, they're in charge of all of the things. And it's interesting because, like, the US can make or break any of these apps overnight. Like, I can could just be like TikTok.com. We own it now. Sorry. And then like TikTok shit will just break. Like that's a thing. It's never happened. But the US has a lot of control over the internet at that level. And it's interesting to think about like one thing would be banning TikTok. Another thing would be like, like but practically regulating them out of existence by taking their domain name away. Yeah. And like it hasn't happened yet, but I'm half convinced it might. So we'll see what happens there. I'm, I was surprised that India banned it of all places. Like, is it popular there? Like, what was behind it? Um, I think that India and China are um, not great allies, is the best way to put it. And that India is also run by an authoritarian regime. Mm -hmm. Oh, I was going to say how he was about the patriarchy, probably. Right. It's about the patriarchy. Um, Because, like, I mean, India is very British in general. And TikTok is very not. Yeah. Although, did you hear about the TikTok uh, I mean, boob algorithm? They are, they are, and they aren't. I feel because yeah. they. Uh, I th- I feel like the people behind TikTok don't really care that much about the people who are on there. They no. care more about what works. They're horrible. Like the, there was that story a while ago about like they were like removing um, like fat people from the platform or something or whatever they called fat, and then they were like, uh, they have this boob algorithm. I don't know if you saw the leak about that, and it misclassifies like cute owls as boobs so if you post like a picture of an owl you get suspended anyway um so like tiktok is horrible and they basically they're definitely not very a very ethical company let's put it that way yeah but um the but u.s so is, so so isn't facebook or Instagram yeah either. that's and it's interesting that they're willing to like wield such an axe over tiktok when like nothing is happening about facebook so you're right but- it's if the thing is real, like you were just saying, like, oh, yeah, India is not, per se, friends with China. How, how are we getting to a point where, like, war is being, like, started or, like, happening over stuff like this? 100%. 100%. It's, it's countries fighting for their corner of the internet. And, like, what you're seeing is, like, the slow fragmentation of the internet. Like, India basically made its own internet overnight there. Yeah, this is like a trade war. It's just happening with digital goods. I don't know. Goods is hard because it's but like it's actual people. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, most of these platforms, if not all of them, are ad based, right? So like, it is a trade war if you're blocking them 
we're blocking that ad revenue as well. Yeah. Yep. This is hard. I think it's really hard. I don't really understand it either. Frankly, I haven't paid a ton of attention because I'm actually too scared to install TikTok on TikTok on my phone. TikTok, um, TikTok. <laughs> my God. Uh, but it's it worries me from multiple fronts. Like I'm, I think TikTok is a legitimate threat in terms of like Facebook. Okay, look, Facebook did some shit, but I think TikTok would go further. And we, like we haven't seen that yet, but I I don't know Facebook for example they had that shady VPN for a long time they would like track teens and they'd offer it oh, for yeah. free like oh yeah I feel oh, like hi. TikTok would do that blatantly and not give a shit and we haven't seen that yet but the company so far hasn't proved itself to be particularly trustworthy uh, in any measure right. but neither has Facebook like exactly the, exactly yeah. so it's a double standard and I don't think it's fair to block them based on th- there's no evidence like there's no thing that says like oh well they're doing evil x and y yeah i think that it's just like it's gained popularity so quickly yeah it's like a a new a new player has entered the game and it it happens not from america and it's not from america but like i don't know i feel like we've been talking on this podcast for two and a half years about it would be great if this tech company existed but based in europe or in australia just like europe needs to get on it and also the thing that we could keep returning on is like there should be some sort of regulations from this from the government and not just from Apple. Um yeah. which also always turns out to be a hard thing. I mean, do you remember GDPR when uh, actually government started doing this thing and it became like a fucking nightmare because they don't yeah. understand what they're talking about and they don't have like good, I would say like information or people that are yeah. like on their team that like understand which is a really hard problem and this is also a generational problem because like there's a lot of old folks right that are in the government and they're usually white and they're usually men and like see like this goes back to like the fucking base of everything and and also the base of why black lives matter is such mm. an important um uh thing and also the 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 other political movements that we've seen in the last couple of years that are definitely not a trend because they're going to stay mm-hmm. they're going to make sure they are because it trickles down into every little fucking thing it trickles down in the fact that i was annoyed that i couldn't play spotify this morning yeah like right. it's in everything like this is like the fabric of what what everything is made of and Yes, it would be great if governments had like rules around this stuff, but like, would it actually be as it is right now? Yeah. I don't think so because like those people, can we trust them? We can trust them maybe to be good people or know stuff about whatever the fuck they are doing. But like, you can only be as one person. You can only be as good as one person, yeah. and if everyone is kind of from the same background, then. That's just gonna, you know. Well, and yeah. that you've seen that reflected in the the discourse about VCs and like yeah. that. I can't believe I just said the word discourse, but there's no discourse there. It's not even a conversation. It's just a bunch of dudes yelling into the abyss. But um, that whole oh, thing gosh. has been an example of that group thing. I was just having this like weird thought about like how Spotify is so complicated. Uh, if you in the old days, ten years ago, if you bought a CD, it was between you. And your CD player, like that thing would always work once you had it. And now it's like to get well, a song on Spotify, you're relying on Spotify existing, Amazon existing, uh, like Facebook login to work, all of these things. And it's just interesting to think about all the little dependencies created by all of these things. I, there's a part of it where it's sort of peeled back that layer, though, that you said, like between you and the CD, like there was the whole like. Produ- music production industry yes. the music entertainment industry that took so many of the pieces and so much of the money from the artists behind there spotify has not made that better no but exactly. exactly made it more visible and, maybe and the thing with the cd is also someone i had to buy it for the store you have to go to the store maybe you had to have a store closed like uh, i mean it's not there's all kinds of stuff there too good times going and buying things in person speaking of spotify though we we were talking about Every, all these large companies being based in the US. Spotify's a Swedish company. Yeah, I always kind of forget that. It's interesting because they have, you know, they have a presence in the US, but barely. And it's interesting how good they are at their brand globally despite that. Like, it's, it is one of the few 
European big success stories. Uh, Skype would be the other one, but uh, yeah, Skype wait. is Microsoft nowadays. Yeah, right? it is. But I think it was an Estonian company. Really, it might be. Yeah. yeah. So there's, there's quite a few European success stories, but the problem is a lot of them aren't independent anymore or, you know, like I haven't, there hasn't been a big social media platform out of Europe as an example. I'm not sure if the Europeans would do it better or not. Like it's hard to say. Well, yeah. we had one here in the Netherlands called Hives. It oh was... yes. Every country had one of these damn things. I remember Hives. Yeah. Uh, I love it. Every the name cracks me up. I I'm love like, every time I've you got, bring up. I've got Hives. I'm spreading hives. Yeah. <laughs> All my friends are getting hives. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, they would even say, like, come here with my hive. Will you come hive with me? Oh, no. gross. I love that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think there's other. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, it's not like a good company, but like the Netherlands has booking.com is gigantic. They got, the just got to trademark booking.com, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah. Apparently, because it went through the Supreme Court, they didn't. Uh, oh, wow. Originally, they were saying it's too generic. You can't trademark a .com domain name, which makes sense because you could just lose it. And they let them trademark it anyway. Yes, there are some deliverers in the UK. Not technically Europe anymore, but yeah, isn't Deliveroo like an Amazon company? Oh no, yeah, there was some investment there. Anyway, so there's stuff happening. I don't know about the TikTok thing. I I would be surprised if the US does blanket block it because it has so many users that. I'm just not sure how it would go down. It would be unprecedented. Like, we wouldn't have precedent for it, but they'll do it. I think, I don't know. There's so many people that are making like good fucking money through that app. E commerce is very reliant on TikTok right now, actually. Like, it's a really big burgeoning channel because there's so many young people on it. Yeah. It's hypocritical. There's nothing that TikTok's doing that Facebook, YouTube are not doing. Yep. Yeah. That's true. But, you know, can we be surprised if the U.S. says something hypocritical? Like, nope. No. So the the thing with the, the antitrust is tomorrow. Is that what you're saying? Or when is it, sir? Uh... End of July. Uh... It's telling. Like, the reason I'm asking this is it's telling that, like, the biggest of big companies are there. But things like TikTok and that kind of thing are not. Like, you only get the biggest of big in these things. Not like Snapchat, for example, would be interesting to have there as the counterpoint to them because these microsoft and google and well microsoft isn't there google and apple and all of these people are going to have the same argument we're not too big blah 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 but i bet if snapchat or somebody smaller even was in the room they would be like no they are too big Hmm. the article for on the new york times says this month so (laughs) in july (laughs) i don't i can't believe that that's even happening during a pandemic have they got not like more important things to do right now yeah, well, they're, you know, American politics. Like, Well, the pandemic doesn't exist. What pandemic? Yeah, they went on holiday, remember? Yo, they had, I like, saw that, like, weeks off. I saw that, like, the, the U.S. had, like, 55,000 new cases in, like, one day or something. In one day, yeah. That's how, we, how many we had the whole we time. Did, we did the math. Uh, so, the highest in the, in the EU right now per day, I believe, is Germany, and it's, like, 200-something. Yeah. So, if yeah. you take the german population and equalize it to the u.s population that would be like 800 cases Ugh. so 800 cases versus fifty-five thousand cases in a single day just to like give the context Crazy. of all i'm saying as somebody who lives very close to the u.s right now keep that border closed damn <laughs> the tables have turned <laughs> uh, yeah i mean sh- surely at some point the mexicans will be hey no they are the they're, they're, they're like no close the u.s border please and it's um, yeah what if you like? It would be funny if they were just like, "Yo, about that wall, eh? Yeah, <laughs> How, how's it, it going?" It, it, it uh, yeah, God. So, <laughs> and then they'll pay for it, and then Trump will be like, "See, we made Mexico pay for it." Oh, uh, god damn it! <laughs> I right. don't like this conversation. Anyway, um, me neither. <laughs> I don't have anything Do else have anything today. Positive to end with. Um, is there like a good tech thing? I was trying to think of something. I don't know. Uh, no. <laughs> Any new devices? Uh, well, so like there's been a lot of hype about that Microsoft foldable still at the moment because it keeps leaking like crazy. Like Microsoft execs keep posting photos of their houses with it in the background or like oh. weird stuff. And I'm they delayed it originally, but now I'm wondering if it will come out this year after all. Um, like that's the thing I'm most excited about other than like consoles is I want that foldy boy, the little like 
I'll buy it, even if it's going to be dead in the water. It is the courier, the thing with the pen. I'm yeah. here for it. I want it. I dead know. in the water. Wow. Um, I don't oh. want any of that stuff. I got a story. <laughs> yeah. So Apple, Apple TV Plus, right? They have that like TV oh, yeah. subscription service. And they um they paid Tom Hanks a lot yes. of money to make a uh, a World War II movie. Like we need another fucking World War II movie. Why but apparently Tom Hanks like really is obsessed with like every man of his yeah. generation is obsessed with World War II. And right. um and they they wanted to have a theatrical release and but instead this movie was released on Apple TV today. Apple oh. TV Plus today. I started watching it while I was working earlier, just uh, just to have something to talk about. And um, apparently, you know, Apple's PR is really specific about what they that the like their people do. So they have Mythic Quest, which is the same guy who did uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and he did this huge press tour. And in like thirteen seasons of Always Sunny in Philadelphia, he's he doesn't do interviews. He he's mm. never been on like the late night shows. He had to do all of them because Apple made him, right? Right. Wow. So Tom Hanks has to do these like Zoom calls and he uh, apparently he just like ranted about how Apple told him he had to do all those calls in front of a blank wall. Yeah, instead of his bookcase or something, right? Like... Instead of his bookcase cuz he didn't they didn't want maybe a book that he read to be problematic or like something in the background to be the story rather than the movie. So instead of the story was about him ranting about Apple exactly. being so, so bad. It's like the Streisand effect. No, my favorite like... thing was him. I, I saw the, the quote uh, that was like, I'm really bummed that this is being released on Apple TV. First. Yeah, yeah. He was really... <laughs> yeah, I like Savage. went and watched that interview. He's just really disappointed it couldn't have a theatrical release. Yeah. But it does come off as like, I'm bummed that this is coming out on Apple TV Plus. Yeah, it's look. I find it funny, like, there's all these, um, I don't find it funny, but uh, there's all these uh, movies right now, like the big Christopher Nolan one and Mulan, which were due to be theatrically released in March and April, and now are, like, infinitely delayed. And I find it funny that, like, I don't know, they're just sitting on this content rather than just releasing it. Like, it can still be in a movie theater later. (laughs) I will say that for the next (laughs) two-plus years, the majority of new like fresh content which is going to be animated so it might it'll come out of toronto where filming resumed a month ago right but (laughs) it it might be nice for them to sit on a couple like live action movies just so there's a variety so uh i found out something really interesting i mean so apparently this is common knowledge but most movies that are filmed in the u.s are actually filmed in toronto because it looks like the u.s but it's canada and they give them good tax breaks and it's easier to film it's uh, it's so it's like a lot of people think that all movies are made in la but right. like atlanta detroit in toronto i live a, in the studio district there's 28 studios here um and anyway i found out netflix has a uh film studio like a their own branded one like a huge warehouse with the netflix logo all over it just around the corner uh, so that actually cool. is a result of them getting almost sued by the EU. Mm. So the EU was like, "You're That's using, right. you're using your European entity to as for for tax shelter, pretty much." So they were like, "If you're going to do that, you have to be making movies here." And that's I, honestly, we've we've gotten dark out of that, which is super okay. good. Undercover was okay, and uh, the Eurovision movie was, mm-hmm. you know, like all of these like Europe centric stuff. Content is part of the like, hey, get your fucking tax haven out of here if you're not going to make. Do you want to know something here. really cool? Uh, Dark was shot in Quebec. <laughs> really? Uh, yeah, a good chunk of it, and it was a really oh weird uh, thing because uh, I was watching the credits and I was like, the Canada, you know how they put the logos, and it was like thanks to Canada, and I was like. What? Yeah. This is the most German shit? No. So apparently one of the editing studios and they did oh. some, a small amount of shooting was in Quebec. And I was like, this none of this makes sense. <laughs> this is the most German shit I've ever seen. I love that. Anyway, so anyway. Uh, uh, it's just funny to me that like the Tom Hanks thing happened because I don't know, like I think a studio that would go out on a limb and release a like smash hit right now, you know, for rent at home would probably do better than they would theatrically in the next two years because 
I'm not going I mean, back to a theater anytime soon. There is Disney, no way. Disney Plus just released the Hamilton whatever. Yes. And I mean, it's all that my Twitter feed said for days and days yeah. and days. I mean, Milan would be the one, I think, is the, this the other one they're sitting on. And then the Christopher Nolan one will not come out until the pandemic is over. But <laughs> it's, I, it just reminds me of the whole Martin Scorsese thing with, um, with the, what was the name of that super long movie he made? Which one? The Irishman. The Irishman. Thank you. I did finally watch it, but it is like three and a half hours uh, long. Too and he long. Kept, he kept saying like how it's like it needed to be seen on the large screen, and he was so disappointed that people were watching it on these small screens. So it got memefied, and it was mm. like photoshopped into like this guy on like a motorcycle with his phone out, and someone photoshopped <laughs> it. But it was like watch the Irishman the way it was intended. Yeah. yeah, 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 and um, people watching it on the toilet, and then they say like, yeah. "I'm watching it as it was intended in 16 small pieces on the toilet." Yeah, <laughs> while taking a break from my wife and children. Yeah, 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 exactly. I it, love that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like when people, I feel like it's the old Hollywood like bumping up against like how people actually want to consume content, especially today. I want to pause it sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I want to like pause it and click on the video like i want to be scrolling twitter and watching it and then pause it to like listen to a tweet that has a video and then like go back you know it's like watching youtube videos and shit like that doesn't work with dark though yeah that's true it's because it's in german and don't watch it dubbed it's so bad if you're watching this like if you're listening to this make sure to change it to german it defaults to english it's bad yo i someone recently said oh it was actually it was actually quite well done and i'm like we're living in Europe. I forgot Shut to up. I forgot to mention it, but Money Heist is the best show that's oh, ever yeah, been that's, made, that's and now that, yeah. that's all in Spain. And yeah. that I I think I enjoyed it so much because I had to pay attention to it because I don't speak Spanish. Yeah, same yeah. with Dark. Even though I have no idea what's happening, <laughs> it, the Dark's hard because it's in another language and it's confusing. Yeah, they just like there's too many characters. <laughs> anyway, so this is the show about that. But can we talk about one last thing? Of the Google Home thing, the Nest. What? weird what google nest thing. home thing okay so yesterday the okay so you know how google had that air freshener uh speaker it looked like an air freshener oh the original I thought google you meant home. they actually had an air freshener. Uh, no no it looked like an air freshener like you put it on your bench so they had yeah. that that was the first google home and it's still on sale they haven't updated it since it came out five years ago yeah. which is wild uh apparently they're planning to update it because it leaked <laughs> some like J- japanese fcc filing just like leaked all the photos of it. And so Google just went and tweeted it out as a response. It's not due to come out until September. And it's like the new Google home. It's like all fabric covered, like the rest of them. It just look, it, it's a lot more modern. And it was really interesting to see them just be like, okay, well, here's a photo of it because the photos of the Japanese FCC are not flattering. I don't know if you've ever seen FCC photos, but it's like the shittiest 480p camera, yeah, like yeah, with yeah. a and ruler. They- <laughs> And the preppy background. Yeah, yeah, and like weird shit. Anyway, so it was really interesting to see them just leak it uh, themselves. I mean, yeah. look, it's not that exciting. I mean, they have of, done this before, eh? With yeah, the phone the pixel. shit. But it was interesting because it was such a random thing. Like, I think I think by now, companies like Apple and Google just have a, a, a playbook for when this happens. Well, definitely Google is just like, leak it. Apple is like, pretend like nothing happened. So <laughs> Yeah, right. At every tech company I've ever worked at, the the main thought is always, it would be really nice to share our roadmap with our users, our customers. Mm-hmm. We also don't want to share a roadmap with our competitors. And so that yeah, I think exactly. is especially like with Google and Apple is like, I wouldn't put it past Google to be like, this is what the next five devices are going to look like and when they're yeah. going to launch. But at the same time, they kind of don't want to give that away to Apple. But at the same time, it's well, like... Well, even Amazon, that's the other problem is like Alexa. yeah. Uh, but I yeah, it was know. just interesting to see them continue on it. Apparently, it's going to be good and cheap. And I don't know. I was just surprised when I saw it. I was like, oh, cool. But like, it's crazy that they didn't update that in so long. The new mm-hmm. Pixel 5 also leaked. And oh. it leaked along with rumors that um, that like a bunch of the team had quit because they were so disappointed I, with the I Pixel 4, that. which yeah. I definitely believe. The Pixel 4a is still not announced, even though it was going yep. to be announced in April. Pandemic messed everything up. Yeah, good times. On that note, devices, rumors. That was that was spicy. Spice. <laughs> I uh yeah I don't know. Uh, I feel I like we should it. play Fortnite and record this one day. I've never played. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like we should just stream us playing in Fortnite. 
uh, and doing a podcast. We can have the topics prepared and we can live react how you're going. Okay. I've I've played it like half half a time. Have, you what's should the, play it with me. What's the best like like I have a keyboard and mouse. Is that the best setup? Yeah, yeah should, it's fine. I use well, my the, trackpad instead. Uh, do you have something that isn't the Stadia controller? <laughs> I have the Stadia controller. Okay. Yeah, no, you mouse and keyboard. All right. Well, um, join us in Discord to find out when we're going to live stream and maybe you can play Fortnite with us. I'm, I'm serious about this. I think it'd be really funny to do a podcast there. We could even just do it in the friendly zone where you can't shoot anybody. Oh, I didn't know that was the thing. Yeah, they have a play island now. Play island? Yeah, yeah you I could teach shoot, me how I to like, shoot you guys. Well, what are you talking about? Yeah, I want to get like okay, sniped fine. by Freddy. <laughs> Does it have like in those games where it like has the like username and then the little like rifle or scope icon and then like the username so you know who murdered who? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Sick. Sick. Okay, well, next podcast will be in Fortnite, I guess. Am I going to be bummed because I haven't gotten a username there yet? No, that's fine. Okay. That's cool. It's fine. Uh, All right. Cool. Discord, join us. Join us in Discord so that you can join us in Fortnite. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'll bet that. Bye. Bye, base guys. Nothing about hi at trashpodcast.com or no. you can leave, leave that us, in there if you want. Leave us Bye. A voice <laughs> sure, why leave not? I was just like, whatever. It, it's warm. <laughs> oh, Bye you're hot. Okay. I saw the US might break sixty thousand cases today. Both